Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. As it stands, the video game industry isn't in the best shape. And more than ever, we have to be careful about where we spend our money and who we give our money to. However, sometimes video game controversies can lead to some very odd reactions from the public, the developers themselves, or just third parties getting involved and making a whole mess of things. So let's take a look at them as I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 video game controversies that went way too far. Number 10. Fans boycott Sonic the Hedgehog 4 in the weirdest way possible. Serving as a proper sequel to 1994's Sonic 3, Sonic the Hedgehog 4 was officially unveiled in February 2010 and seemed to return to the series' 2D roots, something the fans have been clamoring for after several, let's just call them less than impressive, 3D installments. But almost right away, the game was embroiled in a rather strange controversy. While those fans were indeed chuffed about Sonic 4's two-dimensional design, a subset of them were absolutely furious that Sonic himself didn't look like the old-school Sonic. While obviously not a big deal in the grand scheme of things, I mean, it's not like this new Sonic looked like a crime against nature, as he did in the first iteration of the 2020 movie. Minor backlash soon spiralled into a much bigger movement, with upset fans starting a petition urging Sega to include classic Sonic in Sonic 4. Now, these same fans then began a rather questionable boycott. They wouldn't buy Sonic 4 if their demands weren't met, and instead, they'd go and buy Sonic 1. So, in other words, Sega got paid either way. Great protesting, guys. That, that, that'll show him. Needless to say, the whole thing was just stupid, and in the end, Sonic 4 ended up being a pretty good game, which is the only thing that matters. Number 9. Peter takes aim at Battlefield 3's rat killing. Though Peter is a respectable organization on the surface, it does have a weird habit of taking things way too seriously in the gaming realm. Case in point, a press release that was issued in November 2011, in which Peter's German branch condemned Battlefield 3 for a sequence that allowed the player to stab a rat, pick up the tail, and toss it to one side. Now, the vast majority of players wouldn't have thought twice about this moment in gaming. Remember, this is a game where you can murder thousands of humans, so why would you? But Peter declared it would have a brutalizing effect on the young male target audience. And hammering home just how out of touch it is with the gaming scene, Peter then concluded by wheeling out that age-old eye-roll worthy of video games cause real-life violence argument, which really didn't help its case. As you'd expect, this air quotes controversy received a ton of press, overblowing what was ultimately a nothing moment in the game. In fact, all Peter did was encourage even more people to talk about the rat scene, which mostly consisted of gamers making jokes at Peter's expense, and more attention for Battlefield 3. Good going. Number 8. Devil May Cry has the cheek to censor its nudity. 
Though Devil May Cry 5 was met with a strong critical response upon its 2019 release, its overall reception wasn't entirely squeaky clean. Immediately after launch, players noticed something strange in the PS4 version of the title, but only in Western territories. During a scene where Dante leaps through the air and catches a naked Trish in his arms, an enormous purple lens flare covers up her bum. Kind of like J.J. Abrams is shining out of her crack. But this lens flare also wasn't present in the Japanese PS4 version, nor the worldwide Xbox and PC versions. People speculated that this was due to Sony wanting to tone down sexual content on the PS4, but because the bum shot wasn't particularly revealing, it came across that the company was making a big old fuss out of nothing. Like, we all know what butts look like, you don't need to cover them. Anyway, things got even weirder when the lens flare was removed, but only in North America. Why? (laughs) Who knows? Most gamers agreed that this edit was utterly pointless, and much like Peter's rap problem, all Sony did was draw more attention to that scene, which is the exact opposite outcome their censorship attempt would indicate they actually wanted. Number 7. Fans were angry over Cyberpunk 2077's first-person cutscenes In a response that probably caught the studio off guard, CD Projekt Red found itself under fire after revealing that Cyberpunk 2077's cutscenes and sex scenes would play out from a first-person perspective. Now, Back then, fans did know that Cyberpunk would have far bigger problems worth complaining about, but they were annoyed right here right now that their customized characters wouldn't be visible, like they would be with a third-person view. But at this point though, we already knew that Cyberpunk was a first-person game, so it was rather odd that people decided to kick up a stink over something that wasn't really new information. intention was to create a more immersive experience with a seamless flow between cutscene and gameplay. And plus, they also assured fans that they would be able to see their characters in full at certain points. It speaks to the insane hype behind Cyberpunk that such a simple detail riled people up. But considering that CDPR hadn't yet ruined its reputation by releasing this broken mess of a game, it was a tad unwarranted to not have faith in its vision. Number 6. God of War Ragnarok has the nerve to reuse an animation. 2018's God of War is one of the best PlayStation exclusives ever, so when the inevitable sequel was announced, excitement was kind of through the roof. Titled God of War Ragnarok, we got our first look at gameplay during the September 2021 PlayStation Showcase. And though the vast majority of people had nothing but praise for the trailer, some people whined about the most pedantic detail ever, and that was that Ragnarok used the exact same boating animation as the first game. The nerve! The cheek! How dare they keep something that works and no one actually really cares about? In all seriousness, you could look at the trailer and think, hey, that animation is ripped directly off from the first game, which most people probably did. And you know what? That's fine. It's just an observation. Nobody with two brain cells would complain about this. And for Fortunately, though, a vocal minority took things way overboard by talking about the animation like it was a negative, even implying laziness on the part of the developers. It was a baffling controversy to say the least because sequels reuse assets all the time, because if it ain't broke, why would you fix it? There was undoubtedly an element of trolling and console war fanboyishness here, but whatever the case, this pointless hubbub quickly died down, and we could all get back to enjoying what is probably going to be a fantastic game. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Number five, everybody hates hatred. From the second it was announced, hatred came under fire for its ultra-violent content, with the game letting players assume the role of a mass murderer who kills hundreds of people in a manner of violent ways simply because he wants to. As well as being criticised by the gaming community at large, Epic Games asked developer Destructive Creations to remove the Unreal logo from the trailer. Valve then pulled the game from Steam Greenlight, and the video game marketplace GOG flat out refused to sell it. All this controversy made it seem like hatred was going to cause riots in the streets, but predictably, when it eventually came out in June 2015, everyone just realised what it actually was, and that was a piece of trash game that was only leveraging shock value to generate some press. It was doing this on purpose, and we all bought into it. It scored 43 out of 100 on Metacritic with an equally sucky 4.7 user score to match and vanished from the conversation after barely causing a stir. And that's the best way to deal with these games, by the way, is to not give them any attention whatsoever to turn your back and watch as they disappear into nothingness. Number 4. Peter calls out Mario for wearing animal fur. So, literally one week after hashtag Rattlefield 3 rocked the web, Peter was at it again, and this time its hammer of justice was brought down on an absolute gaming legend. Shortly after Super Mario 3D Land hit the shelves in November 2011, the animal rights group took aim at the tanuki suit that was featured in the title, which Mario can wear to give him some special abilities. Now, in a statement, Peter said that it was telling kids it was okay to wear fur, pointing out that raccoon dogs called tanuki are hunting targets in real life. While those with common sense understand that the tanuki suit was in no way promoting animal cruelty, I mean it had already appeared in Super Mario Bros. 3 with zero controversy, Peter took things one step further by releasing a browser game called Super Tanuki Skin 2D, in which a tanuki chases Mario to retrieve his skin. This was another Peter moment that gamers just groaned at, but if you're somehow interested in playing Super Tanuki Skin, then knock yourself out because it's still live today. Number 3. PS5's abandoned fiasco leads to death threats. The saga of PS5-exclusive abandoned real-time experience is one of the most bizarre gaming stories in recent years. Now, Officially, it was unveiled on the PlayStation blog in April 2021, and the game was touted as a new IP from an unknown studio, but in the weeks that followed, fans began to suspect that there was more to it than met the eye. 
Specifically, they began to suspect that the game was actually in fact connected to Hideo Kojima and Silent Hill, a theory that truly blew up when developer Blue Box Game Studios tweeted that Abandon's real title started with an S and ended with an L. An entire timeline of unusual shenanigans followed, and the internet became convinced that Abandon was hiding something huge. Sadly though, after all that hype, the game's grand reveal landed with a bit of a whimper, teasing PS5 players with a nondescript clip of a man who was just walking across a wooden floor. This whole thing had been a mess, from Blue Box leaning into the Kojima angle and potentially setting false expectations, to fans getting way too excited over a game they knew nothing about. But what really took things too far was when the gaming community started sending death threats towards Blue Box, which, frustrating though this situation may have been, is simply unacceptable. Number 2. Portal's Adoption Joke Offends One Man Portal 2 is a fantastic title that all gamers should play, but because some people will always find a way to complain about absolutely anything, even a near-perfect game like this found itself mired in the most unusual of controversies. You see, while playing through the game with his adoptive daughter, Neil Staple was taken aback by a particular line spouted by the robot Wheatley, a line that poked fun at the protagonist for having no parents. Now, anyone who's played the Portal games will know that they're stuffed with dark humour that isn't meant to be taken seriously, but even so, Staple took the ridiculous step of contacting a local news station who subsequently ran a story on the matter. The internet responded by calling this the dumbest video game controversy ever. And though Staple did admit that not everyone would find the line offensive, the fact that the news report shows his daughter happily playing the game demonstrates how much of a non-issue the whole thing was. And number one, Marvel Spider-Man and the Puddlegate Scandal. Now, you probably suspected that this would be number one, and rightfully so. Puddlegate is in the contention for the dumbest video game controversy, and say it with me, kids, of all time! Now, for those of you who are unaware, this short version is that a certain crowd of gamers bashed Marvel's Spider-Man for a so-called visual downgrade, pointing out that a puddle of water seen in the E3 2017 gameplay demo had vanished from the game's release build. This quickly became known as Puddlegate, and it caused quite a splash. Despite a single puddle not having any tangible impact on the overall experience, some people were genuinely critical of the game for supposedly reducing its visual fidelity. Developer Insomniac even started responding to angry fans on Twitter, while the rest of us just sighed and groaned. This is what they had to say. This tweet shows all the puddles in other area. Obviously, we can still handle them. And it shows how the suit reacts different to darker lighting. Tech Wizards Digital Foundry eventually came out and debunked Puddlegate, explaining that the game's visuals had been actually upgraded from pre-release builds. But the best response to the controversy came from Insomniac itself who soon decided to add puddle stickers to Spider-Man's in-game photo mode. Well played, Insomniac. Well played. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.